Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with 
envious eyes. Perception is the key, and the heart yeah. is the solution. Heart perception will change everything. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. Find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. And check out our website, www.thesecretteachings.info, for a full list of all of our shows in the archives with timeless subjects and great guests. It's at www.thesecretteachings.info. There's also the montage archive, my books, top news, and more, all on the website. And we've posted the show from Friday night, if you missed it, with Don Lester and David Parker, authors of What Really Makes You Ill. They've been on the show many times now, good friends of the show. And uh, the show basically got censored Friday night. And I know that it did air, but I posted everything on Facebook and immediately I, I post it to my page. I post it to the Fringe FM on Facebook. I post it to the Secret Teachings and I go back. Once I post it to those three platforms on Facebook, I, I go back and I, then I try to share it to others from my page. And uh, just there was no share button. And I thought that was weird. So I reposted it. Nothing happened. And nobody liked it. Nobody commented on it right away. Um, I think maybe a few people saw it and a few people commented and then that that was deleted. And uh, I got a message from Don Lester over the weekend and she said she she was wanting to make sure that I was okay because she wondered uh, if the show aired. She didn't see promotion of it on Facebook, even though I tagged her in it and I looked at Facebook on Sunday night, last night, just to see if, you know, since it had been past the air date, if anything changed. And the only thing that changed was that the few people that liked the uh, the promo apparently unliked the promo. So Facebook totally throttled back the Secret Teachings page, probably the Fringe FM page, and then my page. And so I, could, I couldn't even share it from my page, even though it was banned, to the Fringe FM page. Like, I could post it, nobody would see it, but I couldn't even share it because there's no share link. And uh, when I went back last night to do that, I tried to share something similar, and it told me I didn't have permission to post it on my wall or to share it to the Fringe FM where I'm like an administrator or to the Secret Teachings, which is the page that I created and have run for many, many, many years now. So totally censored, totally blocked, totally shut down. It is in the archive. Spreaker has kept it up. And we will be allowing you to hear that again on air. But I'm going to post that on our social media page, the actual link. If nobody sees it, if you want a copy of it, I'll send you a copy of it. It was a really great show. I'm not exactly sure why it was censored, considering that the only thing I put in the promotional description was uh, the show was called the shot felt round the world and it was a play on the shot heard round the world which was uh, in 1775 uh, the battle between some redcoats and some patriots when the patriots were defending a stockpile of ammunition and weapons when the british came to take them away uh 
this sparked the, the, the Battle of Lexington and Concord later. Uh, this was like the first shot that signified the American Revolution. And I was saying to Don and David, I think, well, this shot is really uh, the shot felt around the world. It is a declaration of war on humanity coming to take your sovereignty and to inject you with poison. There's big reports coming out of the UK. Uh, It's even in mainstream press, anaphylactic shock, fainting, people dying. Of course, it's not a big surprise. And we're not going to talk about that tonight, but I needed to give you an update on what happened to the show Friday. It did air. It aired later because we couldn't even get the thing up uh, when the show goes on it just it, i think it began 20 minutes later it was there was an error with with files and an error with something bad happened so that show is available and that's the extent of what i want to say about that uh you know who knows tonight's show might happen again but over the weekend i was i was going through some emails and i found an email i see all of your emails unless you know sometimes maybe they go to spam but i saw an email by uh, joe lavelle And it was an email about LED lighting. And I thought that was interesting because my son was over here Wednesday and his mom had sent me a picture of him where he was just sitting in front of a Christmas tree. And I don't know if they they had LED lightings at their house, but uh, he was just looking at the lights. My son's always loved lights. And so he's like touching almost like almost like autism or something. But it's really it's like monk. My son's like Monk a little bit, uh, but not in a crippling way, in a funny way. He just kind of like touches every light. And he's like, if I ask him what color is that, I'm like, hey, buddy, what color is that? Can you show me the red light? He points to the red light. He points to the green light. He knows the colors already. He's not even two until March. So he's like touching the lights and then he'll like rub. This is really weird, (laughs) even for me. He like takes the light bulb and he rubs it up against his like head or his eye. I don't know what he's doing, but it's, it's pretty funny. So she sent me a picture of that. And then when he came over to my place Wednesday to spend the night, he's in my room and he's got he's got the lights. I have Christmas lights hanging up in my studio, which is my room. I use those instead of the white lights because they can be they feel very sterile like I'm in a doctor's office. So I use some Christmas lights and these are not LED Christmas lights. These have the filaments in them. But he's sitting there and he's just staring at these things and touching them and I look away and I look back and he's got like he's got like the light bulb up against his eye with his eye closed and he does it with everyone. I don't know what he's seeing or what he's feeling or what he's doing, but it's really funny. And I was thinking of that when I read this email by Joe. He said, I think something you should look into if you have not already in regards to health is LED lighting. And he mentions that there's health effects on the elderly and on children especially. So Joe sent this to me, Joe Lavelle, listener of ours, and he sent me a number of links from the Cleveland Clinic, the EMF Academy, the Chamberlain Group, and others, showing me some of the information that he had found on LED lighting. And it really intrigued me because I've been told by other listeners to talk about LED lighting. And I know that LED lighting is something that's considered very good for the environment because it uses less electricity and because it's very energy efficient. Um, And it's, some people say it's a softer light and, you know, it lasts longer so you don't have to buy more bulbs and 
So overall, it's supposed to be better for the environment. It's supposed to be better for your wallet. It's, it's supposed to be a really, really good thing. And most of you probably remember, if you listen to shows like this, I mean, we talked about it at the time, but back in uh, the Obama era, when Obama was president, Barack Obama, they tried to phase out incandescent and halogen bulbs and replace them with LED bulbs to meet some minimum energy efficiency of 45 lumens per watt. And that was a big issue, and there were people, I remember in the radio business, who talked about this and said, well, you need to stock up on regular old light bulbs. You need to go to the store and stock up on these bulbs because they're going to be they're going to be banned, and we're going to replace them with LEDs and with with, with compact fluorescent lighting. And this is all supposed to be energy efficient. Then it turns out, well, it's not so energy efficient, or maybe it is a little bit, but it's not the energy efficiency that you think you're getting. Uh, and even if it were, it's pennies especially considering the fact that things like compact fluorescent light bulbs give off discernible amounts of what some scientists refer to as dirty energy, an increase in electromagnetic interference that can affect cell phones, Wi-Fi signals, and the electrochemical computer known as the human body. Now, of course, a lot of environmentalists love these little twisting bulbs, but environmentalists generally apparently don't know that each individual unit contains enough mercury to contaminate nearly 6,000 gallons of water. And imagine how many of these things are dumped into a landfill every single year. How many of these things are broken every single day? That's not environmentally friendly. So just like with anything in the so-called environmentalist movements or the green movements, it's not so green. It's not so environmentally friendly. Just like with paper and plastic, paper is, more, is not more efficient. It's not better for the environment. It's more taxing on the environment, more resources, more energy. Sure, plastic is polluting the environment, but that's a personal decision, lack of responsibility, and about 90% of the pollution comes from China. So you could save all the plastic bags you want, use paper every day, contribute greater to landfills with paper that does yeah sure it biodegrades but it doesn't biodegrade very quick and when it's underneath of other rubble it's not going to biodegrade at all it's just going to contribute to the large pile up of trash and garbage and the production of methane in that trash which is a serious problem not carbon dioxide it's just very reversed from what the focus should be on so people are really upset you know they get they get very aroused about these twisted looking cfl bulbs oh we're saving the environment we're saving the environment and although the the subject that our friend Joe Lavelle sent us is about LED bulbs, asking us to talk about them, which we are tonight, among other subjects, CFL bulbs, I think, are a bigger concern. Not to diminish what Joe is saying, but I really think that CFL bulbs are a bigger concern than LEDs. And the whole thing about an LED is that it essentially emits a blue light which is like our television screens, our cell phones, and things like that. It produces a shortwave, high-energy blue light, which is absolutely responsible for biological and uh, sleep disturbances. It's also associated with blue light hazard, which is when an intense light source causes damage to the retina. A 2012 Spanish study found that LED radiation can cause irreversible damage to the retina, 
A 2019 report from the French Agency for Food, Environmental, and Occupational Health and Safety, ANSYS, warned of the phototoxic effects of blue light exposure, including an increased risk for age-related macular degeneration. The report also noted that blue light blocking glasses and filters may not protect against these and other harmful effects. They may reduce them, but they may not protect against them. Uh, maybe it's like a condom. You know, a condom might prevent sperm from swimming around, but it doesn't necessarily prevent from an STD or, you know, something of that nature. You read that on the box of condoms. What I found really interesting was when I first learned about this, though, the CFL bulbs, and I think LEDs were becoming really popular around this time because of the Obama administration and Obama trying to essentially phase out and get rid of regular old light bulbs, standard light bulbs, and replace them with CFLs and replace them with LEDs. And I didn't think much about LEDs at the time, to be honest, but I thought a lot about CFLs and what we know now as smart bulbs because I read a box that a CFL bulb came in. And I read it, and it was just, it's pretty, it's on the side of the box, so I wrote it down, and I included it in my book, The Technological Elixir. If you have this book, or if you'd like to get a copy of it, you can purchase a copy of it on the website. We have digital copies, or we have physical copies. They are published here in studio. I can autograph you a copy and send it out free shipping in the U.S., or you get a free copy of that when you subscribe for our yearly subscription offer here at the end of the year coming up on Christmas. It's only $40 until the end of the year. I think it ends January 2nd. You get a one-year subscription, montages, digital books, and so you can get a copy of this technology book, which covers everything from UFOs to smart bulbs. And in this book, I talk about what I call stupid, quote-unquote, smart bulbs. And I have the quote from the side of the box. And if you have a box, you can look at the box. You can read this. CFL bulbs are packaged in a box that reads this, quote, may cause interference to radios, televisions, wireless, telephone, and remote controls. Avoid placing this product near these devices. If interference occurs, move the product away from the device or plug either into a different outlet, end quote. So is the human body much different than these other electronic devices? Albeit it's much more advanced, is it j totally different? Like if I take an auxiliary cord and plug it into a, a sound system and put it up to my head, I'm going to hear bzzz because there's electricity. Our bodies are electrical. We talked about this last week on the show about sliders and body capacitance and paranormal activity and things like psychometry and telepathy and how... In parapsychological terms, the body can be amplified with intention or unintentionally it can be amplified to control things in almost a supernatural way. I mean, static electricity, you can't see it. You, can't, you don't understand why a, a, a balloon might stick to the side of your leg, which I was playing with my son on, on Wednesday earlier uh, in the day, and he, we were, we, I bought him a little thing of balloons. We blew them up. And, and balloons just like stuck to the side of my leg. And he didn't think it was different, but I knew like, well, that's interesting. The balloon stuck. It's because of static electricity. I can't see it, but it's there. It's kind of dangling. It makes my hair stand up. It's, ooh, it's a super power. 
if you don't understand it, right? Just like the wind blows. You don't understand why the wind blows or why it rains. That's the gods, right? It's kind of what electricity is. Electricity, fire, these things are the basis for how we understand and how we describe light and how we describe the visible world through these means, through light, through fire, how we describe God, how we describe heaven. Because nothing is visible without fire. Nothing is visible without light. Magicians, alchemists, occultists, esotericists, mystics refer to light as fire or a celestial fire. The, the phoenix, uh, the soul, I mean, the, all these things are grouped in together. But nothing is visible without fire. So, as God first said, let there be light. And since nothing is solid without earth, it too was created as a base for the other elements. God then placed water and air between fire and earth and made them to have the same proportion so far as was possible, according to the writings of Plato. Plato goes on to describe in one of his writings the process of this separation in philosophical terms. Fire provides superior heat and light. It also provides parched heat and darkness. The former heat allows for fruitful reproduction and light, or life, whereas the latter heat consumes all and leaves the land barren. There are different kinds of heat, right? The heat of anger and argument and the heat of love and sex. And all of its various expressions, heat and light or candle and bulb. It drives away darkness. It drives away cold. It drives away evil. It drives away malevolent spirits. And this is represented in symbols that we find all around us and all around the will of the year, from Yule to Letha, Mabon to Ostara, which create the cross of the wheel, intersected by Imbolc to Luknasad, and Samhain, Halloween, to Beltane, which is the X in the middle. And it is this time of the year, today being the 21st of December, the winter solstice, the 20th through the 23rd, that the sun, as the shortest day of the year, around the 20th through the 23rd, shortest days of the year, very, very short days, the sun is weak, the sun is dying, and the sun dies and rests on that cross. And a couple of days later, on Christmas this week, the sun will rise again, reborn, to bring light and life back to the world the type of light that we need, the light of the sun, not the blue light of our computers or of our phones or of our tablets. We need the light of the sun, the warmth of the sun. The sun is our savior, risen again out of the tomb of the earth as it sinks perceptually into the earth. Now this is in the northern hemisphere. Our winter, the winter solstice, Yule, and we know about the Yule log, right? You have Yule logs. You have Beltane fires for Beltane, which helps to strengthen the fire leading to the summer solstice. You have Imbolc candles, which take us out of Yule, lighting the world as the sun begins to grow from a baby being born. 
Sam Hain lanterns bringing us into the winter. Sam Hain lanterns help to preserve the sun, preserve the warmth. Those Sam Hain lanterns are known as jack o' lanterns, or they used to be little carved vegetables that have little coals in them that were lit up from fires. Or we know them as Christmas lights. And each individual little Christmas light is like a little phallus, right? It brings light, it brings life, it illuminates the darkness, it illuminates the void. Through the man and woman coming together to produce a child, it creates a new life, a new light. You look at a child and you see this life, you see this light. So long as they haven't been poisoned with food colorings and sugar and vaccinations and the blue light from the television and the little tiny black phone monolith that triggers a de-evolution in a child as much as it does as an adult, perhaps more in a child. But these Christmas lights are symbols of the sun, of course. They're symbols of the masculine characteristic. They're symbols of fire. They're symbols of passion. They are symbols of God and heaven. And we have Christmas lights. We don't really think much more than, oh, that's pretty. And that's fine we don't think much more than that, but there's this incredible beauty to it that it means much more than that. It means something deeper. And if we understand that on an esoteric and occult level, then we can begin to understand why, and perhaps why, just like we had a switch from analog to digital in television, we talked about this last week as well, we've had a switch from regular standard light bulbs, and we've seen the shift towards LEDs and CFLs, which are not more environmentally friendly. They're dangerous with the EMF exposure, with the mercury leaking, the biological, physiological effects on the body, the blue lighting. This is the opposite of white light. So in essence, in esoteric terms, if you will, this is actually kind of evil. It's kind of dark to transform our world from one of light and warmth to one of a very, very physiological and biologically disturbing shortwave high-energy blue light producing LED or a mercury-containing EMF-emitting CFL bulb. This is the work of the devil, if you want to use that type of terminology. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings. There's more on the Fringe FM after this. Go to the website www.thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe to the archive if you enjoy this show, you want to hear more of it. A massive archive on the website. You can also get access when you subscribe. It's only $40 to the montages, my digital books, and you get a physical copy of one of my books. www.thesecretteachings.info. rdgable at yahoo.com.
Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. Every year around the holidays, we heavily discount our subscriptions and books here at The Secret Teachings. That means you can get a one-year subscription to our archive, which includes the Montage Archive and all of my digital books, the published and the unpublished ones. You will also get an autographed physical copy of your choice of one of my published books, either Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana, shipped free in the United States. All of this for the discounted price of $40 throughout the holiday season. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and donate via PayPal or use the email rdgable at yahoo.com. Come join us on The Secret Teachings where you'll learn things like the origin of the word holiday. It comes from the Old English holiday, meaning holy day. So celebrate the holy days with The Secret Teachings for yourself as a gift or for someone else www.thesecretteachings.info Alex Exum. My name is Alex Exum and you're listening to The Fringe FM. So you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7 with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Why listen to the Fringe FM? We are your number one source for talk radio. The mainstream media won't touch. Joe Root brings you everything occult with Lighting the Void. Ryan Gables shatters paradigms with esoteric knowledge on the secret teachings. Gigi and Cortana explore the inner workings of our reality with Shift Happens. Jess of the Rogue Report brings you years of research to explore the hidden facts behind alternative topics. And myself, Alex Exum of Live Talk, the so-called Joker in the deck. We are the Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Broadcasting somewhere between that which is above and that which is below. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is David Icke, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. It's time you got acquainted with the real hard truth. 
I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. I think most of you are aware that blue lighting, what some people call the blue screen of death, causes disruptions to the body's circadian rhythms, and this is why you shouldn't stare at your phone or your tablet or your computer or your TV before you go to bed or while you're in bed and then fall asleep with your phone on your chest or something. It causes disruptions to the biological and physiological body. It causes disruptions to the brain, to the mind, I would even suggest. See, we can see in a thin spectrum of light, red to violet. We see this in the chakras. We see this a lot in things that are considered metaphysical or mystical or esoteric or occult. We hear a lot about the importance of colors and their associations with planets and gods and goddesses. The shorter the wavelength, the higher the vibration. The higher the vibration, the higher and shorter the wavelength. We get to the top of that kundalini, the top of what people call chakras or bodily or energetic or spiritual portals to the soul. As we get down into the bottom, the root, we find things that have very long wavelengths. We find red. And red is close to the bottom, which is bottomed out by black, which is void of color. So this is why in Star Wars and other movies you see black and red as the colors or the void a void of color that Darth Vader wears or his red guards wear. Black and red are typically associated with evil for this reason. Purple is a royal color. This is why if you look at a Baptist or a Methodist church, you'll see the cross of Christ and you'll see the purple drape over top of it. So we only see in a very thin spectrum of light. And the lighting that we get from the emissions of our computer monitors and our cellular phones and our televisions and our tablets is well known to disrupt the body's circadian rhythm at minimal, but to cause other kinds of damage to the body, including irreversible damage to the retina as found in a 2012 Spanish study on LED radiation, LED lighting, and a 2019 report from the French Agency for Food, Environmental, and Occupational Health and Safety documented phototoxic effects of blue light exposure, including an increased risk for age-related macular degeneration. The report also noted that blue lighting blocking glasses and filters may not fully protect you from the harmful effects of blue light. That might be kind of a disclaimer I've never had those glasses or filters, but it's kind of like a box of condoms that says it won't protect fully from STDs or won't protect fully from HIV, right? So we know that blue light has this effect. And I got an email from a listener named Joe Lavelle, and he was talking about LED lighting and asking if I had done a show on it or suggesting that I should do a show on LED lighting. And it was a perfect time to do a show on LED lighting because I'm not going to ever sit here and say, okay, this is an LED light, this is what it means, da 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 That's not what we do on The Secret Teachings. Maybe you think that if you're new to the show, but that's not what we're doing. What we're doing, we're taking this LED lighting topic, 
and we're expanding it. Because I think that CFL bulbs are very important and should be talked about. I think that they are worse than LED lighting. I think that they are a fraud. They are not better for the environment. They are not better for your home. They do not save you money based on the evidence, not based on what Obama told you or based on what some pamphlet at you know some protest gave you. Get rid of the regular light bulbs, man. Get the CFLs and the LEDs, man. Those things are actually very dangerous. They're filled with mercury. They emit uh, a, a strong electromagnetic frequencies. If it's consistent, it builds up. People are, are get, can get skin rashes from being too close to these types of bulbs. Not to mention that the box for CFL bulbs usually reads, may cause interference for radios, televisions, wireless telephone, and remote controls. Avoid placing this product near these devices. If interference occurs, move the product away from the device or plug either into a different outlet. And the human body is not much different, except it's a much more complex system. And if a CFL bulb is affecting these devices that are very simple, it's definitely affecting the complexity of the human body, except our body's so complex, we might not see the effects. We don't think about what blue lighting does. We don't think about what the EMFs do. We don't think about what electricity does to us. And what some refer to as dirty electricity, something that you don't hear a lot about because it just kind of sounds weird. Like, dirty, what, what do you mean dirty electricity? Well, when you have most homes that are wired to 50 or 60 hertz, which works with most electronics and light bulbs, the flow of electricity is very consistent, but then you have new developed technologies New types of light bulbs, smart bulbs, LEDs, all this other stuff that might require more or less or different kinds of electricity. And so when electrical systems are messed up in this way and they're, they're, they're crossed over and this unusable electricity as it's stated to be, I'm not an electrician, I've just read about this, it gets caught up in the wiring of your home and it's emitted and they call this dirty electricity. It produces measurable amounts of EMF radiation in your home. And it's well known about. It's not a a theory. It's just very well known. And to understand where a lot of this is coming from is you go back to the Obama White House wanting to ban incandescent and halogen bulbs and replace them with LED bulbs to meet some energy efficiency requirement, right? They wanted to replace them with CFL bulbs, though that was the main one, not just LED lighting. And they kind of sold the idea of CFL bulbs, even though there were questions of their safety and efficiency with LEDs, because LEDs don't contain mercury, as far as I understand. So LEDs are safer, cheaper, they last longer. This sounds great. But just like with anything else, on any topic, something that sounds really, really simple and too good to be true might be just that. It might be too good to be true. Because you stare at one of these television screens or one of these computers, you stare at the black mirror, you stare at that blue lighting, and the effects have already been documented what this does to the body. And if you have your phone in front of you or your tablet or you're watching TV before you go to bed or as you go to sleep, 
you get that blue light emitting in your home. You can see it flashing from the road if you have the windows or the blinds open. And what that does is as you go to sleep, if you're able to go to sleep, you have trouble sleeping. We don't attribute that to the television or the phone. Maybe you take sleeping pills. Maybe you do other things to sleep. You can get caught in a very dangerous cycle, not understanding why you can't sleep. Have You have insomnia. You have a trouble getting to sleep, and so this causes stress. This this uh, is tension on the body. This can create other physical and mental and biological, physiological effects on the body that otherwise simply staring at some blue light might not do directly, but when it disrupts sleep, when it disrupts the circadian rhythm, then it can cause all of these problems as well, and it's just a compounding of a problem that is a really simple problem to fix. Just don't stare at your phone before bed. Don't stare at your phone your tablet, your computer, your TV, and then maybe you can resolve that problem. If you do it consistently enough, staring at it, it's probably going to be really hard, even if you do put it away, to go to sleep because your body is, is, is disturbed. Your body is, is, is frazzled, and you have to kind of wean yourself off of that blue lighting. There's a 2018 report that came out, published in the journal Scientific Reports, from the University of Toledo, and they re- research the process of uh, close or prolonged exposure to 445 nanometer shortwave called blue light and what it can do, including triggering irreversible damage in cells. The author of the study, chemistry professor Ajith Karun Arethne, says the high-intensity waves trigger a chemical reaction in retinal molecules. The blue light causes the retinal to oxidize, creating toxic chemical species. And that's very similar to what the 2019 report from the French Agency for Food, Environmental, and Occupational Health and Safety warned about the phototoxic effects of blue light exposure, including an increased risk for age-related macular degeneration. That study is referenced in the Cleveland Clinic from August of 2020. Are LED lights damaging your retina? The other article, which references the journal Scientific Reports, is from Popular Science. So those are two reputable institutions, two reputable publications. I'm not using that terminology to convince you. I'm saying that this isn't before it's news. This isn't Snopes. This is well-known, well-documented. It's something that you can discern for yourself if you have sleeping problems and if you have an addiction to staring at your phone, particularly looking at a social media platform and scrolling endlessly through it. Sean Parker said they designed Facebook to exploit basic human psychology and not only is that something that you can determine on your own if you can step back for just a moment from that social media, but it's something that you can discern by looking at other people, even if yourself, you're consumed by it. Remember, Sean Parker said it exploits a vulnerability a vulnerability in human psychology. I don't know if it's a a vulnerability. It's just basically exploiting human psychology. And then you have the blue light exposure on top of that. 
Now, this is concerning for a number of reasons. Sure, the health effects, particularly as pointed out by our listener Joe Lavelle, the effects on the elderly and on children, because children's hormones are disrupted by the blue light inhibiting serotonin and melatonin production, and these can cause uh, other issues, not just mood and sleep disorders, but hormone imbalances, which is very interesting considering the suggestions made by activists and big mainstream publications and the suggestions and the implications and the insinuations that children should be put on hormone blockers from an early age. They should be given the opportunity to choose their sex. Penises don't mean boys. Vaginas don't mean girls. In other words, LED lighting is a slow and subtle form of hormonal suppressant. And that is a very disturbing thing to think about. It might not seem like that. It's just a pretty little LED light. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, for a child, it might have a much more dramatic effect if it has a minor or very little effect on an adult. So although my my Christmas lights here in my studio, which I've always tried to have Christmas lights, I just like the multicolored ones, kind of sets a a nice mood in the studio, kind of like, you know, I have a salt lamp. But I do have an LED light strip here that I got at the store, and it's kind of cool. It changes colors. I don't stare at it, but it does, you know, it produces that blue light. And so it's it's made me a little bit concerned, but I have more concern for CFL bulbs. I have a lot of concern over the fact that people think CFL bulbs are somehow a better replacement for LED bulbs because CFL bulbs are, well, they're just, they're dangerous. And you might think, well, that's because you hate the environment. And I'd say, well, that's because you don't think at all. You don't know what the environment is, and you don't know what a CFL bulb is. It sounds pretty benign, doesn't it? Compact fluorescent light. Oh, that's great. Well, you know what a compact fluorescent light is? It's a compact fluorescent light. So if you ever read about fluorescent lighting, you know about the so-called dirty electricity. You can hear... You walk into some office buildings or schools, you can hear that buzzing, like zzzz. You can hear that. You can feel it. Some people get rashes under fluorescent lights. I used to have an issue. I don't notice it anymore. Maybe it was taken care of through diet, but I used to have an issue. It would have When I walked under fluorescent lighting in grocery stores, this, hap- this was happening five years ago, uh, four years ago and five years ago, kind of went away about three or four years ago. But my skin would turn like kind of like purple, like I'd have an issue with blood flow in the body. And I, I, I'm just speculating that if there's an electrical effect, the heart is electrical. And if that's affecting my heart, it's going to prevent the proper flow of blood. So I'd get lightheaded and my skin would turn kind of purple like it was deprived of oxygen. And that was under a fluorescent light. So these are compact fluorescent lights that we put in our homes. And we think that these things are, oh, they're so great for the environment. Oh, they're so wonderful. They're saving us money. And they kind of look cool. They're spirals. That's kind of cool, right? It's very benign sounding. What you're being sold on is very benign. And of course, the smart bulb sounds very benign. It's a smart bulb. 
And they're, they're produced with Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, color-changing abilities, and backup power supplies. So if the power goes out, it can still emit, emit that EMF. It can still emit the mercury vapors, like dental amalgamants in your mouth that emit mercury vapor. You can see it on video. I, I just This idea that science hasn't proved this or yet. No, it's been proven, one, through common sense, two, through visual observation, and three, we don't need every scientist in the world to agree something is correct, something is a fact, before it becomes a fact. It's just weird, like you have these cults around these ideas. You have these cults of personality and these cults of ideological superiority of people that are like, I don't care what the law is. We are going to do this anyway. I don't care what the law is. You will take a vaccine regardless of what the law is, regardless of what your rights are. And you just cannot get through to these people. They're, they're literally brainwashed. They're literally whipped up into a frenzy. They are literally possessed by ideology. And they believe they are superior and intellect to you, but the, the, the funny thing is, the sad thing is, they're not, they're not thinking at all. They're just whipped up into a frenzy, and you get the same kind of attitude with these bulbs. Like I went to, when I was in Boise, Idaho, it was a, you know, four or five years ago, uh, I was living there, and I went to some event. They used to, you know, they got the farmer's market there, and Boise is a city you can walk around, and so I'd, I'd go, I went to this event one time, downtown Boise, and there was some guy there, some hippie-like guy. And that's not a shot at hippies. I'm kind of a hippie, in a way. One of the only hippies who doesn't smoke weed. Uh, but I walked down there, and I saw this guy, and it was all about like the environment, his booth. and He has these flyers with the CFL bulbs in them. And I said, you know that those things are really dangerous, right? Like, there's enough mercury in there to contaminate a lot of water, like thousands of gallons of water. Uh, it's poisonous. It would be like breaking a thermometer in the pool. And he's just, you know, you get that that standard faux environmentalist, faux, you know, superiority complex. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 that's a great, yeah, great idea. I'll look into that. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just totally dismissive, totally disingenuous, just totally a prick. And then sometimes that makes me think like, well, maybe I'm wrong. Let me go re- research what I research and I go and reread it and it's like oh no I was definitely right he was just an asshole <laughs> you know and I, I that's that's how that's how it goes uh, these bulbs are not better compact fluorescent light bulbs CFLs give off easily discernible amounts of what scientists refer to as dirty electricity an increase in electromagnetic interference that can affect cell phones Wi-Fi signals and what our body is an electrochemical biological computer most environmentalists, they love these little bulbs, but you know each bulb has enough mercury to contaminate around five to 6,000 gallons of water. That's not good if you didn't know, because although CNN will tell you mercury is good for you, mercury is toxic in all of its forms. Small doses, large doses, ethyl or methyl, not good for you. So imagine how many of these bulbs are dumped every year. Imagine how many of these bulbs are smashed every year accidentally. And we don't think about them, and it releases mercury into the air. You breathe it. It releases, before it breaks, it releases electromagnetic frequencies, essentially radiation. It gives people skin rashes. That's well documented. And if you read the box for the CFLs, may cause interference to radios, television, wireless, cell phone, and remote controls. 
And I read this article uh, years ago about how some researchers, I think, I think they were in Germany, they found that by dis- they discovered they found that by installing a, a relatively small little fifty cent fifty cents fifty cent piece into the bulb during manufacturing, that carcinogenic pollution released when the bulb is active could be reduced or eliminated. Similar to, you know, uh, the concerns we have for things like solar flares. It's like, well, there's not really any interest in protecting the grid. We'll just see what happens. There's no interest in producing a 50-cent piece to put on the bulb to reduce the, the emission of pollution from the bulb because it's a green bulb. We just don't really care about public health or we don't really care about science. We just like using the word science, 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 but we don't actually know what it means or what it's used for. I put this article in my book, The Technological Elixir, from the website Mail Online that advertised low-energy bulbs can actually trigger epilepsy. They can cause migraines because EMFs are interfering with our brain waves. Uh, yeah. Another publication from Scientific American explained how compact fluorescent light bulbs are culprits for causing skin damage and irritation. Well, another report from The Telegraph exclaimed that energy-saving light bulbs contain cancer-causing chemicals. The article reports how German scientists, and this is the one I was thinking of, uh, claim that several carcinogenic chemicals and toxins were released when the environmentally friendly compact fluorescent lamps or lights were switched on, including phenol, naphthalene, and stearine. The toxic chemical naphthalene is a solid white substance used to manufacture fuels, resins, plastics, and dyes. I went to look this up because... Uh, like George Carlin said, I have this real moron thing I do. It's called thinking. I go to look it up, and uh, it's a derivative of coal tar, just like it's basically, you know, like phenyl acid. And this is basically where yellow five dye comes from that children eat. Compact fluorescent light bulbs further are known to emit a form of radiation that causes the same effects as direct exposure to ultraviolet light, which is of electromagnetic radiation having a wavelength shorter than that of the violet end of the uh, visible spectrum, but longer than that of X-rays. Uh, these chemicals, let alone the metals like mercury and the vapor, are, are definitely cause for concern, environmental and personal health and familial health, right, community health, especially when the bulbs are broken or damaged. And in some cases, although this protocol is probably never, ever, ever, ever followed because bulbs break every day, the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, has on several occasions arrived on the scene in hazmat suits to clean up this environmental pollution so we're really concerned about things like clean energy and clean air and clean water and we do it through you know things like we're concerned about privacy and security and things like that and we have the american clean energy and security acts which basically introduced a green police under the obama administration that can enter your home to assess how green it is and then bill you for what is not considered efficient uh then you have the Obama-era light bulb ban, replacing them with CFLs and LEDs, and that was throttled back through the Trump administration. California, at the beginning of this year, a federal judge said, now we're going to enforce the energy efficiency light bulb rule because Trump hates the environment. Well, regardless of why Trump wanted to reverse that, don't really care if you're a Trump supporter or not or Republican or Democrat. This is about, like, reality. 
not politics and not, you know, what gives you an erection, red or blue. Uh, if you actually looked at the research and the data for it, it's not good. Let's put it that way. Can we keep it that simple? CFL bulbs are not good. LED lights are maybe a little bit better, but they're not the answer to saving the environment. I mean, these are all just like, well, we'll have wind power. We'll have hydroelectric power. And like, yeah, those things are good. But how? if you're really concerned about the environment, let's start here. Rather than buying a compact fluorescent light bulb and putting it in your house or a smart bulb and putting it in your house and changing the colors and inhaling that mercury vapor and getting skin rashes and getting anxiety, you know what can cause anxiety, sleep problems. It also, just like blue lighting, messes with your circadian rhythm. It's like just electricity in general. You have your computer on. You don't even have to stare at it. Like that affects the body. The body is electrical. It's a biochemical electrical system. It's a computer. It interferes. If I put my cell phone up to my microphone, it's going to go, something's going on there. Something paranormal, something parapsychological, something you don't see, something otherworldly. And we treat these things today like the ancients treated nature. They, they identify those gods are responsible for that. But the ancients were actually more intelligent, the ones that understood the philosophy and the myth and the metaphor and, and, and the analogy and the relationship to symbols because they didn't say, well, it was actually a god. They just identified it with a god because the average person didn't understand it. And that was the original form of science. Today, we don't even think about that. It's like, well, we can't see it, so it doesn't exist. How arrogant and ignorant is that? Do you see electricity on a daily basis? No. Do you see air on a daily basis? No. It's like, it's just, it's so, it's like we're living in a dark age. A dark age that needs to be illuminated with the proper kind of light, white light. And that's what we're trying to do here on The Secret Teachings and it's wonderful that this is Christmas week because Christmas time is a time when we see all these lights cast on homes. And what does the light do? What do these little tiny light bulbs represent? Well, they represent heat. They represent light. They represent reproduction and life. They also represent destruction. And all these expressions, heat, light, candles and bulbs, etc., from Beltane fires to Imbolc candles to Samhain lanterns, jack-o'-lanterns, to Christmas lights, they ward off evil, malevolence, cold, and darkness. All the things that you'll find in hell. And when you have white light and warmth, you have heaven, you have God. And it's as simple as that. And that is essentially the essence, one of the pillars of The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere on the Fringe FM. Check out the archive, thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe today. Get access to all the shows to download and stream them, the montages, all of my books in digital form, and a physical book autographed, sent to you, free shipping in the United States. $40 for our end-of-the-year special. It's a huge discounted deal. If you have questions, email us at rdgable, r-d-g-a-b-l-e, at yahoo.com. That's also the PayPal email. Stay with us. There's more after this on The Fringe. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, 
or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Why listen to the Fringe FM? We are your number one source for talk radio the mainstream media won't touch. Joe Root brings you everything occult with Lighting the Void. Ryan Gables shatters paradigms with esoteric knowledge on the secret teachings. Gigi and Cortana explore the inner workings of our reality with Shift Happens. Jess of the Rogue Report brings you years of research to explore the hidden facts behind alternative topics. And myself, Alex Exum of Live Talk, the so-called Joker in the deck. We are The Fringe FM. This is Jess Rogie from the Rogie Report News, and I literally sift through hundreds of articles a week to bring you the best in Fringe News. Check out the Rogie Report News here on The Fringe FM. You can't handle the truth! Every year around the holidays, we heavily discount our subscriptions and books here at The Secret Teachings. That means you can get a one-year subscription to our archive, which includes the Montage Archive and all of my digital books, the published and the unpublished ones. You will also get an autographed physical copy of your choice of one of my published books, either Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana, shipped free in the United States. All of this for the discounted price of $40 throughout the holiday season. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and donate via PayPal or use the email rdgable at yahoo.com. Come join us on The Secret Teachings, where you'll learn things like the origin of the word holiday. It comes from the Old English, holigdeh, meaning holy day. So celebrate the holy days with The Secret Teachings for yourself as a gift or for someone else. www.thesecretteachings.info Hi, this is Dave Cruz of Beyond the Strange, and you're listening to Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM. Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination. Where happiness is an illusion. Here, where the past, present, and future all coexist on the same timeline. Welcome to a future where our true reflection is only revealed once the screen goes dark. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it.
enlightening. Broadcasting somewhere between that which is above and that which is below. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. As most of you know, when you look at your cell phone or your television or your computer, there's this emitting of blue light. Some people call it the blue screen of death. And it's well known to disrupt the body's circadian rhythm, which is why It's recommended you don't stare at these screens before you go to sleep. As you go to sleep, don't watch television while you fall asleep because this can affect the body's circadian rhythm, which then affects other parts of the body because if you don't get enough sleep, the body can't heal, the body can't rest, it becomes taxing, and it causes a host of other problems. So this is unfortunately how what we call science and what we call psychology and what we call research and data and all this stuff, what it's become today. Because what you can do is it's well known that blue light causes these these disruptions, right? But it's not necessarily that blue light causes you to be sick. So you can say blue light has no effect on the body, on the physical body. And you can prove that essentially with science. However, although it's debatable, you can use words to manipulate people's perception in that so-called science because, sure, the blue light doesn't like affect your body, per se, directly. But if you don't get enough sleep because it is suppressing your ability to rest, then you probably are going to either get sick or you're going to have some other ailment eventually, if you don't get enough sleep, that you'll go to a doctor and they'll give you drugs or now they'll do a COVID test and something will happen that will be attributed to a a bacteria or a virus. Or You might think that I'm going a little bit too far and it's just blue light and it's not a big deal, but this is how, unfortunately, science and medicine and health and these things work nowadays. You sit in front of a computer screen the entire day. You stare at that computer screen. You stare at your phone all day. You can't sleep. So you go get supplements. You go get you know a, 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 a cup of some tea with some natural flavors, whatever the hell those are in it. And we do all these things to try to get us to sleep when it's really just the, the phone we're staring at. You know, we take sleeping pills, and then we stare at our phone and scroll through it. Like that's the that's that is asinine. It's foolish. We're not addressing the root source of the problem. We know that blue lighting has these effects. We know that high intensity waves like this trigger a chemical reaction in retinal molecules. We know that blue light causes the retinal to oxidize, 
which creates toxic chemical species, according to a study in 2018 published in the journal Scientific Reports from the University of Toledo. We know that blue lighting, as documented in other studies as well, not just uh, the one I mentioned, but in studies from uh, uh, the Spanish study in uh, 2012, that it causes damage to the retina, uh, the blue light and the LED radiation, LED lights, they're supposed to be good for you, right? But they cause damage to the retina that's irreversible. A 2019 report from the French Agency for Food, Environmental, and Occupational Health and Safety warned of the phototoxic effects of blue light, including macular degeneration, virtually exactly what the University of Toledo had said a year before that in a separate study. So that's science when you can consistently replicate the data. And yes, you can also manipulate the data to consistently replicate the same data by plugging in the same information and replication of data. You can say, we've replicated the data 10 times. That's science. We've proven it. But what have you proven? You've proven something to be safe or you've proven 10 times that it's dangerous, but you can still sell it because you say it's proven. Just like vaccines, just like Dozens, if not hundreds, if not thousands or tens of thousands of drugs, they've been proven. And the FDA allows the drug company to make that determination to conduct a thousand studies. 999 studies kill the mice, but one study doesn't. And that's the study that's used to push and obtain approval. Uh, This is not science. This is fraud across the board. Total fraud. And you could talk about something as simple as an LED light. People that have, you know, environmentalist view of the world, great, I get it. You know, I don't personally like to drive a lot. I like to conserve my resources because I think it's logical, not because I vote blue, not because I bleed blue, not because I'm a communist and I want to reshape the world with no industry and take all the money from the so-called rich people and give it to the so-called poor people. Yeah, like that ever happens. Uh, this is a way to make everybody poor with a great reset and with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the World Economic Forum and you know the story. But I just think things would be easier in my life if I conserved things. It doesn't mean that I'm, you know, of a political affiliation or an environmentalist. I think that certain things make sense. I don't think it makes sense to use LED lights as a as a, 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 a savior for the environment or CFL lights, bulbs. See, back during the Obama administration, as many of you know, what happened was they tried to ban and they did they did get a, a nationwide um, pullback on incandescent light bulbs and halogen bulbs. And there is um, a lot, there's a lot of people who still think that CFL bulbs are more energy efficient and that they're better for the environment and LED lights are better. And although this may be true to some extent, there, there are some trade-offs. For example, LED lighting emits this blue light, which is very similar to your phone, your computer, your tablet, your TV, and we know the effects that that has, as, we, as we've described on the show tonight, and as I just have described in this segment. CFL bulbs are a little bit different. So I got this email from a listener, uh, Joe Lavelle, and he sent me a, a number of links, and I really appreciate it, Joe. 
a number of links to LED lighting and he mentioned also sent me sent me a link to the uh, the the bulb ban going back uh, to earlier this year when California decided to enforce the bulb ban anyway and move towards LEDs, but they're not talking about CFLs. And I find that really interesting. It's very, very, very similar to genetically modified crops for two reasons. One, you can claim a lot of things about genetically modified crops. You can claim that they use less water. You can claim that they are producing more, but you can, again, find one study that says they do and then like 99 studies that show that they don't. And then you realize, well, it's not about producing more. It's not about saving water. It's about the opposite. It's about wasting water. It's about patenting life. It's about restricting farmers' ability to be independent, to pay off their debts, to control their own crop, to save their seeds. It's control. It's a power move. It's political it's psychopathic and genocidal. It's corporate. It's evil. The other side of genetic modification and genetically modified crops in relation to this is what are referred to as herbicide resistors and pesticide producers. And anytime you hear a scientist, a so-called scientist, say herbicide resistors are great because they resist the herbicides we spray on them, and this is good. Because it allows farmers to produce more crops and insects and pests not to consume them. This is great for agriculture. It's sustainable. Well, can you answer the question, perhaps, why or how it could be sustainable when you're dumping hundreds of thousands of tons over decades of chemicals into the ground, into the water, into the atmosphere, that are extremely toxic, that are never proved to be safe, and then they're proved, and they're approved, and then they're pulled, and then they linger in the environment anyway, and then they can be banned, but stockpiles can still be used, and it's just a, a, combi- a massive combination, a massive uh, collection of thousands of different chemicals in the environment, in the air, breathing it in, in the food, in the water, all over the place. That's not meant to scare you, that's just a reality And we're like, well, yeah, herbicide-resisting crops, those are the good GM crops. But they never tell you. If a herbicide-resisting crop is like an LED bulb, which has drawbacks, then the other kind of crop, which they don't tell you about, the, the one of the main ones they use, is like a CFL bulb. They don't tell you much about the CFL bulbs. They'll tell you about LEDs. Oh, they're great. What's the other replacement bulb? Well, it's a CFL bulb. It's a compact fluorescent light. CFL bulbs are like pesticide-producing crops. Do you know what pesticide-producing crops are? They're ones that produce the toxin in the crop. So when you eat it, you eat it. You get it, right? Like when insects eat it, their stomachs explode. When humans eat it, their stomachs start to deteriorate. So in the last few decades, we've seen an increase in intestinal and stomach issues from leaky gut syndrome to allergies when partially digested food particles get into the bloodstream. This is not pseudoscience or fringe science. This is mainline science. This is common sense. Pesticide-producing crops, they don't like to talk about because they produce a chemical. Environmentalists love the idea, oh, the GM crops, some of them do. 
They save water. They're good for the environment. And then others are very opposed to GM crops. Very opposed to GM crops. But they also want the CFL bulbs because it's better for the environment. It's Ryan, listen, it saves electricity. Let's say that a CFL bulb saved one cent a year. You can legally say it saves electricity. Well, it depends how much do you use the bulb. If you compare a household that uses CFL bulbs for three hours a day to a house that uses regular incandescent light bulbs for 12 hours a day, yeah, the house that doesn't use the CFL is probably going to have a higher energy cost because they're using more energy. And the house that uses the CFLs will have a lower energy cost because they're using less energy. This is pretty elementary, don't you think? Like, come on. It's pretty simple. And that's how they conduct the science. It's a fraud. On average, CFL bulbs don't save you anything. And if they do save you anything, on average, it's like a $1.17, I think, or it's like a dollar something I read a year. Is a dollar so you can find change on the on the floor of your car in your couch. You can find more than that walking, you know, down the street. Is is it really worth putting a CFL bulb in your house to save a dollar twelve? To save a dollar and a five quarters? Is it really worth it though? What what do you mean? Is it worth it? Well, you know that CFL bulbs emit mercury because they have mercury in them, that they're extremely toxic, that they're dangerous. That a single bulb can contaminate thousands of gallons of water. That a CFL bulb says on the side of the package, it says may cause interference to radios, televisions, wireless, telephone, and remote controls. Avoid placing this product near these devices. If interference occurs, move the product away from the device or plug either into a different outlet. The Scientific American explained how compact fluorescent light bulbs are culprits for causing skin damage and irritation because of the electromagnetic frequencies, the rashes, the anxieties, the stress. That can also prevent you from sleeping far beyond the blue light. That can also lead to the degeneration of your body, different kinds of issues. It can cause heart problems, heart palpitations. The list goes on and on, just like electrical disturbances in general. Another report from The Telegraph explained that energy-saving light bulbs contain cancer-causing chemicals. The article reported on how German scientists claim that several carcinogenic chemicals and toxins were released when the environmentally friendly compact fluorescent lamps were switched on, including phenol, naphthalene, and stearine. These chemicals and other things are dangerous, and it shouldn't have to be pointed out that it's dangerous. And then, of course, you have CFL or smart bulbs and issues with them that include privacy issues. And you might think, well, why would there be a privacy issue with a smart bulb or a CFL bulb? Well, it's because hackers can access your information by connecting to your computer through the bulb. You might think that's crazy. Look it up. Hackers access your computer through your compact fluorescent and your smart bulbs. All of these smart appliances, smart devices, are equipped with information about your location, personal preferences, details about those utilizing or simply being in the vicinity of the technology. Appliances for the home in particular, along with phones, take intrusions of the smart meter and place them in your kitchen or your bedroom. It allows for hackers, government spying agencies like the National Security Agency, and local law enforcement through programs like Stingray. The ability to monitor your phone, computer, and household without ever entering your home. There have been stories for years 
from the Atlantic. Uh, the next data mine is your bedroom. They reported that Google wants to scan your clothing, listen to you brush your teeth. They want to analyze the surroundings of your home. The technology allows for detection of audio signatures to be used to identify users to determine gender and age based on the timbre of their voice. The smart home would recommend what to watch and where to shop. The smart home would tell you what to do. And I just had another listener send me an email about uh, how smart homes, there's a big outage of smart homes the last couple of days. CFL bulbs, LED lights, this is not a replacement for dangerous light bulbs. It's not a replacement for anti-environmentalist technology. And you get these these people, like I read this story from NPR that said, in the case in California, the federal judge decided to keep California at the forefront of the movement to resist the Trump Department of Energy's efforts to tie Americans to the technology of the past, according to Noah Horowitz, director of the Center for Energy Efficiency at the National Resources Defense Council. Keeps California at the forefront of the movement to resist the Trump Department of Energy's efforts to tie Americans to the technology of the past, making it political, making it us versus them, and saying that technology that has been relatively safe in comparison is somehow an old legacy system that needs to be done away with to bring in the very, very dangerous technology that will absolutely have effects on the body and the mind. And that's okay, though, because we'll blame them on other things. If you get a skin rash, it's definitely COVID. If you have issues sleeping, that's COVID. It, it couldn't be your CFL ball, but it couldn't be your cell phone. It couldn't be your television. It couldn't be your computer. It couldn't be your tablet. It couldn't be that big screen you have in your car. It couldn't be anything like this. It just must be a virus. You can call them smart bulbs, call them CFL bulbs, the different kinds of bulbs that are being used to replace the original bulbs. You know the, You know, the bulbs that weren't necessarily considered energy efficient until you actually compare it to what a CFL bulb is. And it's like, even if it saves a little bit of electricity, uh, the effects are detrimental. And then you learn like, oh, this, the frequencies can be used to hack into your computer. That's probably why they want us to use the CFL. So everybody has them and everybody becomes even that more vulnerable to technology that can be intruded upon or technological uh, tyranny as i call it and it just sounds I, I know it sounds crazy just type it in bulbs used to spy on you through your you know or i guess bulb you could type in bulbs used to access your internet remotely cfl bulbs smart bulbs it's like when companies spend billions of dollars on new technology and they say it's just so you can download internet movies faster you can stream it, uh, netflix faster you really think a company is spending billions of dollars so you can download a movie faster? Wouldn't it just be cheaper to like burn the movie to a disc and send it to you? And that save a lot of money, save a lot of time, a lot of effort? No, they gotta create jobs and they gotta create new technologies because we're moving forward. It's progressive, it's beautiful, it's wonderful. And yet all the people that think it's progressive and wonderful, apparently, even though they're concerned about the environment, don't care about the mercury in the CFL bulbs. They don't care about the biological, physical, and electrical effects that it has on the body. 
of the CFL bulb or the LED bulb. They focus on the one that is the lesser of two evils to distract you from the one that is far worse. The interference that it has on the body, on children, on adults, the hormonal disruption. You start thinking, there's something else going on here. You might think, oh, it's just a light bulb. But no, the real light bulb turns on, turns on. Once it turns on, you realize, oh, there's something else going on here. This is not good. Get these out of my home. At least if you think, that's usually what happens. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. I have something very interesting to share with you when we come back from break about light and about the power of light and what light means and what it symbolizes here on Monday going into Christmas this week. www.thesecretteachings.info Stay with us. There's more after this. could listen to this and again you know people say david has no evidence david has no evidence but i hate this channel or you could listen to the secret teachings with myself ryan gable five nights a week on the fringe fm and join us to explore the outer limits of history symbolism parapolitics and more we'll explore a little of everything but don't take my word for it i'm kind of like you i'm a last of a dying breed a generalist that's the secret teachings.info and the fringe fm If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports the secret teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. Every year around the holidays, we heavily discount our subscriptions and books here at The Secret Teachings. That means you can get a one-year subscription to our archive, which includes the Montage Archive and all of my digital books, the published and the unpublished ones. You will also get an autographed physical copy of your choice of one of my published books, either Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana, shipped free in the United States. All of this for the discounted price of $40 throughout the holiday season. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and donate via PayPal or use the email rdgable at yahoo.com. Come join us on The Secret Teachings where you'll learn things like the origin of the word holiday. It comes from the Old English holiday, meaning holy day. 
So celebrate the Holy Days with the secret teachings for yourself as a gift or for someone else. www.thesecretteachings.info They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then they, the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. It's like you're all working for the same guy. Why listen to the Fringe FM? We are your number one source for talk radio. The mainstream media won't touch. Joe Root brings you everything occult with lighting the void. Ryan Gables shatters paradigms with esoteric knowledge on the secret teachings. Gigi and Cortana explore the inner workings of our reality with Shift Happens. Jess of the Rogue Report brings you years of research to explore the hidden facts behind alternative topics. And myself, Alex Exum of Live Talk, the so-called Joker in the deck. We are the Fringe FM. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out The Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's The Fringe FM. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. Howdy. This is Joe Mars, the New York Times bestselling author of Crossfire, Rule by Secrecy, Rise of the Fourth Reich, and my latest one, Our Occulted History. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM final segment. You can go to the archive of thesecretteachings.info to download and stream all of our shows. If you missed an episode, www.thesecretteachings.info. If you'd like to contact us, rdgable at yahoo.com and, of course, social media, facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings, although we've been there for many years, of course, uh, we've been throttled back our pages have been shadow banned and other things and so sometimes it might look like we don't have a show going on people email me where's the show at where's the show at we don't hear it we don't see anything on facebook now because they banned us i don't know what else to tell you what else to do but we're right here on the fringe fm just check out the fringe.fm or i believe it's just fringe.fm will be the new link and the link to our information is the secretteachings.info I had a listener named Joe Lavelle who sent me this email last week at the end of the week. It was about LED lighting and how LED lights can affect the hormones of children. They can affect adults and the elderly as well. How LED lights cause damage to the body through things like insomnia, sleep deprivation. We stare at our phones and our screens. Joe sent me a couple of links and then I, I had some of this information printed out in a file, and I have a section on smart bulbs in my book, The Technological Elixir. 
And so I was thinking about LED lights and thinking about CFL bulbs and how both of these have been offered as an alternative to the standard light bulbs that we are so accustomed to using. There was a, a ban on regular light bulbs, all, a lot of li- different kinds of light bulbs. And then suddenly uh, it was reversed, but some states like California, because they're so, they're so open and environmentally friendly, decided to stop the ban on the ban and go ahead and ban them anyway and proceed with the restrictions on regular light bulbs. And it doesn't ever really make any sense because California is one of those places where they love the environment, yet they're one of the most polluted states. They love the environment and they care about the environment and they care about health. But, I mean, they're they're literally telling the federal government, no, we're going to have a ban on these bulbs anyway because, and this was back in January of this year, because we we think it's better. We don't we don't like Trump trying to keep us in the past. They make it a political issue. Somebody from the NRDC said that, like, well, Trump's trying to keep us in the past. Uh, it's not a political issue. Uh, it's not even a debatable issue. Uh, CFL bulbs emit mercury. They emit what's called dirty electricity. They emit EMFs. It causes skin rash, skin irritation, anxiety. It affects the nervous system, it affects the eyes. If you didn't know, mercury emissions are poisonous, just like ethyl and methylmercury. I mean, even if you go to a federal website like the CDC and you look up mercury in the flu vaccine, they're like, yeah, there's mercury, but we do it in two shots. And uh, there's a difference between ethyl and methyl. One's not uh, processed in the body as fast, so that's the one that we use. It's not as dangerous. It's like, okay, so I can kill a rat with a hammer or with rat poison, and one doesn't kill the rat as quick, so it must be non-toxic, right? Like, I hit the rat once, and he's crippled, and he's kind of moving around and half dead, And then I hit the rat a second time and he's dead. The rat eats the arsenic and dies within a matter of minutes. Since the rat lived longer when I hit it with the hammer, that must mean the hammer's better. I should hit myself in the head with a hammer. It doesn't make any sense. It's not supposed to make sense. It's supposed to make you think, oh, they care about us. They care about the environment. These bulbs are better. So I was thinking about LED lights. And I was laughing about LED lights. I I don't have them I have one LED strip in my studio, but I have these like the the standard old school Christmas lights with the filament in them. And my son was here last week and he was playing with them. He, he loves colors and he loves lights. He's obsessed with lights. He, you know, flipped the lights on and off, on, off, on, off. And he goes and he, you know, he's got the Christmas lights and he know I don't like that. He does it, but sometimes he'll run in the room and he'll like, he knows how to do it too. And he knows like if there's something dangerous, he found something sharp on the floor, he brings it to me. Like he's very aware. He's not uh, two years until March of next year, but he's very, very aware, very smart. And I have like a little uh, one of those white cubes that you plug USB stuff into into the wall. And he'll plug like lights into the USB and he knows plug them in, unplug them, plug them in, unplug them. If the plug comes out, he stands back. He doesn't touch it. He comes and gets me. It's weird. Like he's totally aware of electricity. It's it's weird. I say that in a in like a loving way. It's like that's not normal, but that's really cool. My son's really smart. So he's like he's looking at these Christmas lights and he tells me he can tell me what color is what color. 
You know, I said, where's the yellow, buddy? He points to the yellow. Where's the red one? All right, where's the blue? No, that's not the blue one. Which one's blue? Yeah, that's blue. Which one? That's right. That's green. You know, I just go down the go down the Christmas light wire with him. And he, he'll follow the wire and show me that it goes into the wall. And then the light switch turns the electricity on. So he's a brilliant little guy in that way. And he's like holding these lights and he's holding them up to his eye. And he's just holding them there. And so I was, I was, I was really thinking about LED lights because I had, I had seen my son do that. I was thinking of LEDs because he does play with this little LED strip I have. And I got an email from a listener, and I had already printed out some articles recently about blue light and the effect it has on our eyes and our bodies and the circadian rhythm and things like that. So tonight's show came together that way. And as I talked about at the beginning of the show, because this broadcast is a mix of everything and anything looked at in an objective and hopefully a well-presented, concise manner, what lights represent. And in the simplest sense, let's talk about metaphysics or occultism or esotericism or metaphysics. From that point of view, from that standpoint, when you read Eliphas, or you, le- you read uh, Cornelius Agrippa, or you read Manly Hall, or you read Fight, uh, or you read... There's a, so many different magicians and authors and people that have studied this stuff. You read about things like celestial fire, and you read about like astral light, and you read about different kinds of things with different names. And so, at the very basic level, nothing is visible without fire. Nothing is visible without light. So God said, to bring the world into existence, let there be light. And since nothing is solid without earth, it too was created as a base for the other elements. God then placed water and air between fire and earth. Fire is the light above, earth is the ground, the solidity, the crystallized material below, and then you have water and air in between. And they had been made by God to have the same proportion so far as was possible according to Plato in his writings. Fire, or light, provides heat. It provides parched heat and darkness, as well as warming heat and light. The warming heat and light allows for reproduction and life, whereas the parched heat and darkness consumes all, and leaves things barren. And all of its various expressions by heat and light, or candle and bulb, it drives away darkness, it drives away the cold, it drives away evil, it drives away malevolent entities and malevolent spirits. So, examining the will of the year, which includes our solstices, our equinoxes, and the midpoints between them, the solstices... Yule, the winter, and Letha, the summer, represent the vertical pillar on the cross, or the phallus. The yoni, the horizontal bar of the cross, and you could look at it both ways, phallus is horizontal entering the yoni. The horizontal is Mabon and Ostara, the fall equinox and the spring equinox. That creates the cross. And as many of you know, Today, yesterday, tomorrow, this is the winter solstice from the 20th to the 23rd of December. 
The sun is very weak. It's very cold most places. If it's not very cold where you are, the sun is still very weak. It might be colder than normal. It's the winter time. It's the winter solstice, short days, long nights. And then after the sun dies on that cross, the sun is reborn and resurrected once more after three days entombed and imprisoned in the earth, resurrected and brings light and life back to the world. A a story that is thousands and thousands of years old, going back to the goddess Amaterasu in in Japan, one of my favorite stories, and that story is in my book, Occult Arcana, as well. I have a beautiful picture of the goddess Amaterasu in there coming out of the cave. She brings light and life back to the world. When Japan is known as the land of the rising sun, right? Sun rises in the east, sets in the west. There's beautiful rays, the red sun, the blood sun, the blood of Christ, crucified on the cross, risen, resurrected, born again, born for the first time, born again, Christmas, the birthday of Christ. And of course, if you go back into Persian religions like Mithraism, you find that Mithra, or Mithras, as he was known in Rome, was born on December 25th. There's references to other solar deities like Horus. That's not to suggest there is not a Jesus character. Jesus is a title, like Christ is a title. The Messiah is a title. They called Pharaoh's Messiah. So I used to come at this from a very anti-religious angle. Now I don't see it as anti-religious. I see it as more of more from an objective point of view, like I can understand, like these are titles, the people existed to some extent, perhaps to some variety of individuals that fulfill these characteristics, but it's also very solar and lunar. It's very astrological, astronomical. It's very natural and cyclical. It's the seasons. It's a beautiful thing to understand it, I think. And so the winter solstice is very dark. It's very cold. And we have, since it's called Yule, something we burn called a Yule log, right? You know the Yule log, Yuletide carols? Before Yule, before the winter solstice, as the sun is dying, we have a celebration we call Halloween when the veil is thin between the two worlds as the world begins to die. In Greek myth, it's Demeter allowing the world to die as she looks for her daughter Persephone, who is in Hades and Hell. There's actually a Scandinavian goddess named Hell, H-E-L of the underworld, Persephone's goddess of the underworld and goddess of the above world when she comes back to the world after staying in the underworld for a certain number of months equated to the amount of food she consumed there, which in this case I think was a pomegranate in most of the stories, the seeds of the pomegranate. And that also explains the story of Pond's Labyrinth too, if you've seen that, where she goes to the pale man's lair, the little girl Ophelia, and she's told not to eat the food, she'll get trapped down there. That's the story of Persephone and Hades. So the earth is dying Things are dying. The spirit world's become, spirit and physical world becomes much more intertwined and, and, and easier to connect with. So we have Samhain fires. We have Halloween fires to help support the sun. And then after Yule, we have Candlemas or Brigid. And on Brigid, people make these, it depends on the culture, but people have made these um, little tiny crosses called the Cross of Brigid, the Goddess Brigid. You could read about the goddess Brigid and Candlemas. We do have candles because Imbolc signifies the initial stages of the rebirth of the sun and the coming to life. So we have fire. For Samhain or Halloween, going back to Halloween again, you have jack-o'-lanterns. You have 
Beltane fires that help to strengthen the sun into the summer solstice. And it's basically a preservation of fire. It's a preservation of light. It's a preservation of life throughout the entire year. When the horses of the apocalypse come, as the pale horse is upon us now in many different ways, the white horse will eventually come in spring and will bring light and life back to the world like Amaterasu. From the white horse will come the red horse in the summer and then the black horse and then the white horse again. The four horses of the apocalypse are related to the four seasons. There's also a number of other interpretations that can be given to that. But we have Christmas lights That's the main one, Christmas lights. That's the main one that I'm focusing on tonight. It all relates to light. It all relates to life. It all relates to heaven. It all relates to to God and divinity. And light illuminates the darkness. It illuminates the void, right? It lights the void. And we understand why and how the void is lighted through the secret teachings. And these essentially are the secret teachings. This is the essence of the secret teachings. This is essentially the first form of science encapsulated in myth and symbol and parable and stories passed down from generation to generation, not in textbooks, but in story form. Easy to understand, yet complex enough that they can be misunderstood by those who are not ready to receive them. And I think it's a very powerful, very powerful thing to understand what this stuff means. And these little Christmas lights that might not seem like anything but a fun decoration, they have this powerful meaning to them. They are like putting out a jack-o'-lantern. They're warding off the evil. They're warding off the cold. They're warding off the darkness. And they're not as you know important to us today except for vain decorations and for fun. But if you didn't have heat, lighting some candles, lighting a fire was the way that you kept warm. So it was very important. And it must be stated must be stated, must be enforced and reinforced that heaven is warmth and light. Hell is dark and cold. It is an ice palace, as Dante said. Hell is not fire. Hell is cold. Hell is ice. Hell is dark. Now, there is a lake of fire, People are burned for eternity, all those evil forces. But it's not the same kind of burning. It's like burning something to get rid of it, casting it to the wind, being done with it, damning the evil to suffering and damning them to hell. These are things that are preserved in the secret teachings, and these are things that, with every coming current and past holiday or holy day, we celebrate and we participate in, usually not knowing where it comes from. And then when we understand the origins, it provides us with a whole new perspective on the world. And you can look at those little Christmas lights and realize that is life, that is light, that is warmth. There's so much history, so much symbolism, so much meaning in that little yellow, that little red, that yellow, that little blue, that little green Christmas light. And the little bulbs, the little phalluses that bring life. 
That's what the obelisk is. It's a little tiny phallus. It's not a derogatory or, you know, he said phallus. You know, people used to get upset at me when I said phallus on air. He said phallus. This is supposed to be a family radio station. You know, get a hold of yourself. All right. The point is, Christmas lights, whatever the lights might be, they have this powerful significance, this powerful history to them, this powerful energy. We understand them, then we become a part of that energy. We become a part of that natural cycle in understanding it, becoming in tune with it, which is what the secret teachings are. That's what magic is. Sympathetic magic, natural magic, call it what you will. And when you have lights that corrupt that white light, that corrupt light and life and warmth, when you have CFL bulbs, when you have LED lights that are not as bad as CFL bulbs from what I understand, it's a perversion of light. It's a false light. It's a deceptive light. Deceptive more so because we've been told that these lights are great for the environment. They save us money when they don't really do any of those things. And if they do, it's so minuscule that it's not worth the risk of having a light bulb filled with mercury in your home. You tell your kids in the pool, don't touch the thermometer, but hey, go turn on the light. It Literally, if that bulb explodes, it's mercury all over the place. People don't know that. They can fix it with a tiny little add-on in manufacturing, but they don't do it because the people that manufacture this, they don't know anything. The people that produce it don't know anything, but the people that enforce it and want these bulbs everywhere with mandates and with making other bulbs illegal, they know exactly what they're doing. Corrupting the white light, corrupting the natural world, and replacing it once again with synthetics. Replacing the organic world with synthetic life and replacing white light with this artificial synthetic light. It's a compact fluorescent light, like a regular fluorescent light, but it's compact and spirals, and it looks cool, and environmentalists, they love it, but it's not good. You know that? It's not a good thing. Maybe you think it is, but you need to do a little more investigation on, and into it, and then you'll see, oh, that's not actually really that, that good. And just let's keep it that simple. It's not a good thing. I don't know how else to put it. I set with, you know, I can set with documents and prove it, but that doesn't really get anywhere. So some people just need to be told uh, it's not good. It's that simple. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. Check us out at thesecretteachings.info, rdgable at yahoo.com. I'm going you know, to pick a different song. Hold on a second. Let's pick a different song. Let's go with this one. rdgable at yahoo.com, facebook.com forward slash Teachings. And don't forget to subscribe to the archive to get access to every single show after it airs, the montages, all my books, and more. It's all at thesecretteachings.info. Thank you all for listening tonight. I appreciate Joe Lavelle for sending me that information. If you'd like to send me something, you know the email. Stay safe, stay informed, and we'll talk to you on the next broadcast right here on The Fringe FM, The Secret Teachings, Monday through Friday.
time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings. But don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.